Ezekiel chapter 41. Then the man brought me into the outer sanctuary and measured the side pillars to be six cubits wide on each side. The width of the entrance was ten cubits, and the sides of the entrance were five cubits on each side. He also measured the length of the outer sanctuary to be forty cubits, and the width to be twenty cubits. And he went into the inner sanctuary and measured the side pillars at the entrance to be two cubits wide. The entrance was six cubits wide, and the walls on each side were seven cubits wide. Then he measured the room adjacent to the inner sanctuary to be twenty cubits long and twenty cubits wide. And he said to me, This is the most holy place. Next he measured the wall of the temple to be six cubits thick, and the width of each side room around the temple was four cubits. The side rooms were arranged one above another in three levels of thirty rooms each. There were ledges all around the wall of the temple to serve as supports for the side rooms so that the supports would not be fastened into the wall of the temple itself. The side rooms surrounding the temple widened at each successive level because the structure surrounding the temple ascended by stages corresponding to the narrowing of the temple wall as it rose upward. And so a stairway went up from the lowest story to the highest through the middle one. I saw that the temple had a raised base all around it, forming the foundation of the side rooms. It was the full length of a rod, six long cubits. The outer wall of the side rooms was five cubits thick, and the open area between the side rooms of the temple and the outer chambers was twenty cubits wide all around the temple. The side rooms opened into this area, with one entrance on the north and another on the south. The open area was five cubits wide all around. Now the building that faced the temple courtyard on the west was seventy cubits wide, and the wall of the building was five cubits thick all around, with a length of ninety cubits. Then he measured the temple to be a hundred cubits long, and the temple courtyard and the building with its walls were also a hundred cubits long. The width of the temple courtyard on the east, including the front of the temple, was a hundred cubits. Next he measured the length of the building facing the temple courtyard at the rear of the temple, including its galleries on each side. It was a hundred cubits. The outer sanctuary, the inner sanctuary, and the porticos facing the court, as well as the thresholds and the beveled windows, and the galleries all around with their three levels opposite the threshold, were overlaid with wood on all sides. They were paneled from the ground to the windows, and the windows were covered. In the space above the outside of the entrance to the inner sanctuary on all the walls, spaced evenly around the inner and outer sanctuary, were alternating carved cherubim and palm trees. Each cherub had two faces. The face of a man was toward the palm tree on one side, and the face of a young lion was toward the palm tree on the other side. They were carved all the way around the temple. Cherubim and palm trees were carved on the wall of the outer sanctuary from the floor to the space above the entrance. The outer sanctuary had a rectangular door frame, and the door frame of the sanctuary was similar. There was an altar of wood, three cubits high and two cubits square. Its corners, base, and sides were of wood. And the man told me, This is the table that is before the Lord. Both the outer sanctuary and the inner sanctuary had double doors, and each door had two swinging panels. There were two panels for one door and two for the other. Cherubim and palm trees, like those on the walls, were carved on the doors of the outer sanctuary, and there was a wooden canopy outside, 
on the front of the portico. There were beveled windows and palm trees on the side walls of the portico. The side rooms of the temple also had canopies. Chapter 42 Then the man led me out northward into the outer court, and he brought me to the group of chambers opposite the temple courtyard and the outer wall on the north side. The building with the door facing north was a hundred cubits long and fifty cubits wide. Gallery faced gallery in three levels opposite the twenty cubits that belonged to the inner court and opposite the pavement that belonged to the outer court. In front of the chambers was an inner walkway ten cubits wide and a hundred cubits long. Their doors were on the north. Now the upper chambers were smaller because the galleries took more space from the chambers on the lower and middle floors of the building, for they were arranged in three stories, and unlike the courts they had no pillars. So the upper chambers were set back further than the lower and middle floors. An outer wall in front of the chambers was fifty cubits long and ran parallel to the chambers and the outer court. For the chambers on the outer court were fifty cubits long, while those facing the temple were a hundred cubits long, and below these chambers was the entrance on the east side as one enters them from the outer court. On the south side, along the length of the wall of the outer court, were chambers adjoining the courtyard and opposite the building, with a passageway in front of them, just like the chambers that were on the north. They had the same length and width, with similar exits and dimensions, and corresponding to the doors of the chambers that were facing south, there was a door in front of the walkway that was parallel to the wall extending eastward. Then the man said to me, The north and south chambers facing the temple courtyard are the holy chambers where the priests who approach the Lord will eat the most holy offerings. There they will place the most holy offerings, the grain offerings, the sin offerings, and the guilt offerings, for the place is holy. Once the priests have entered the holy area, they must not go out into the outer court until they have left behind the garments in which they minister, for these are holy. They are to put on other clothes before they approach the places that are for the people. Now when the man had finished measuring the interior of the temple area, he led me out by the gate that faced east, and he measured the area all around. With a measuring rod, he measured the east side to be five hundred cubits long. He measured the north side to be 500 cubits long. He measured the south side to be 500 cubits long. And he came around and measured the west side to be 500 cubits long. So he measured the area on all four sides. It had a wall all around, 500 cubits long, and 500 cubits wide to separate the holy from the common. Chapter 43 then the man brought me back to the gate that faces east, and I saw the glory of the Lord of Israel coming from the east. His voice was like the roar of many waters, and the earth shone with his glory. The vision I saw was like the vision I had seen when he came to destroy the city, and like the visions I had seen by the river Kabar. I fell face down, and the glory of the Lord entered the temple through the gate facing east. Then the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. While the man was standing beside me, I heard someone speaking to me from inside the temple, and he said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne, and the place for the soles of my feet, where I will dwell among the Israelites forever. 
The house of Israel will never again defile my holy name, neither they nor their kings, by their prostitution and by the funeral offerings for their kings at their deaths. When they place their threshold next to my threshold and their doorposts beside my doorpost, with only a wall between me and them, they defiled my holy name by the abominations they committed. Therefore I have consumed them in my anger. Now let them remove far from me their prostitution and the funeral offerings for their kings, and I will dwell among them forever. As for you, son of man, describe the temple to the people of Israel, so that they may be ashamed of their iniquities. Let them measure the plan, and if they are ashamed of all they have done, then make known to them the design of the temple, its arrangement and its exits and entrances, its whole design along with all its statutes, forms, and laws. Write it down in their sight, so that they may keep its complete design and all its statutes, and may carry them out. This is the law of the temple. All its surrounding territory on top of the mountain will be most holy. Yes, this is the law of the temple. These are the measurements of the altar in long cubits, a cubit and a handbreadth. Its gutter shall be a cubit deep and a cubit wide, with a rim of one span around its edge. And this is the height of the altar. The space from the gutter on the ground to the lower ledge shall be two cubits, and the ledge one cubit wide. The space from the smaller ledge to the larger ledge shall be four cubits, and the ledge one cubit wide. The altar hearth shall be four cubits high, and four horns shall project upward from the hearth. The altar hearth shall be square at its four corners, twelve cubits long and twelve cubits wide. The ledge shall also be square, fourteen cubits long and fourteen cubits wide, with a rim of half a cubit and a gutter of a cubit all around it. The steps of the altar shall face east. Then he said to me, Son of man, this is what the Lord God says. These are the statutes for the altar on the day it is constructed, so that burnt offerings may be sacrificed on it and blood may be sprinkled on it. You are to give a young bull from the herd as a sin offering to the Levitical priests who are of the family of Zadok, who approach me to minister before me, declares the Lord God. You are to take some of its blood and put it on the four horns of the altar, on the four corners of the ledge and all around the rim, Thus you will cleanse the altar and make atonement for it. Then you are to take away the bull for the sin offering and burn it in the appointed part of the temple area outside the sanctuary. On the second day, you are to present an unblemished male goat as a sin offering, and the altar is to be cleansed as it was with the bull. When you have finished the purification, you are to present a young unblemished bull and an unblemished ram from the flock. You must present them before the Lord, the priests are to sprinkle salt on them and sacrifice them as a burnt offering to the Lord. For seven days you are to provide a male goat daily for a sin offering. You are also to provide a young bull and a ram from the flock, both unblemished. For seven days the priests are to make atonement for the altar and cleanse it, so they shall consecrate it. At the end of these days, from the eighth day on, the priests are to present your burnt offerings and peace offerings on the altar then I will accept you, declares the Lord God. 